Everybody, you're listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Somebody sent me an email one day, that, you know, kind of a nasty little email. <laughs> you know, I think I said it once before Steve Harvey trying to be a preacher. Man, I'm so far from being a preacher, man, I can't even tell you. But what I am trying to do is share information. Now, I understand how haters work and I understand how the devil works. Believe me, I do. You know, sometimes even he, the devil, surprises me at the level and the angles of attack they use. You know, which I go, wow, man, I didn't, I didn't see that one. Ooh, that was pretty slick. I got, got to give you credit on that when you try to get me. But every time you try to get me, I get saved. I get saved every time, man, because, because God got me. God got some angels camped around me. That's what my mom used to always say as a Sunday school teacher. Never really understood it, but, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, but I got it now. He got some angels around me, and angels come in the form sometimes of people, people who pull your coat to this or introduce you to that or reveal some information to you like this. He got them all around me. So, see, having a relationship with God has been beneficial to me, y'all, it's not just that what he gives to me, but what he protects me from. And, you know, some some people wonder, well, if you were God, why he let them people do that to you? No, that's not how it works. See, there's two forces in this world. There's good and there's evil. And if you succumb to good, that's what you become. That's what you do. 
But everybody don't succumb to good. Some people succumb to evil. Some people's mission is to hate, to destroy, to tear down. And so that force is at work in this world too. And when that force comes up against me, well, God never promised me that I wouldn't see none of that, that I wouldn't see the attacks, that I would not come under fire, that I would not be falsely accused. He didn't say that. Matter of fact, he forewarned me that it would happen. But what he does give me in those moments are moments of comfort and peace, knowing that he's with me. And that no matter what my enemy does to bring me down, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. So come if you want to. Fight if you will. I have a man that has been attacking me since I owned the comedy club in Dallas. He has been on a mission. And then if I don't give him $5 million, he going to do it. He done done everything. He has done everything. Now he done messed around and got himself now claiming in his letters physically ill. And his illnesses and what's befallen his family, he's blaming that on me too. Had Steve Harvey not stressed me out and paid me this money he owed me. Where where, where you coming with this? He just has kept on and on and on. And you know what? He done messed around and got himself sick. He done messed around, man, got himself in some situation. And can I tell you something? It's been going on since 19. Maybe 97. He started the attack when I first went on. No, before that. (laughs) Probably 95. He started the attacks in 95. Every now and then. He done got six lawyers. All the lawyers done dropped the case after they come in and they discover the fact. But he's steady trying. But it's the angels that's around him. And I forewarned him several times, man. Hey, man, if I was you, I'd go head on. Because what I'm not going to do is bend. Because, see, you cannot break me because I happen to be a soldier for Christ. I happen to be an imperfect soldier for Christ. There's nothing, man. There's nothing. And, oh, oh, and it ain't like a bunch of people that tried now. Oh, y'all been on YouTube. Y'all been on the Internet. Oh, they done tried. Oh, they done put some dirt on me, man. That ain't true. But. If you keep looking at me, though, and I am not the prize, but if you put your eyes on God, it's where you go. But if you look at me, he's covered me through it all. And that's been the importance of the relationship I form with God, is that I know that I'm under his wings, that I'm ever under his ever-loving protection, that he got me. And I just want to share that with you, that if you got, if you're looking for some protection, If you're looking for a way to have the strength to get through what you're going through, get some God. If if, if you want a way out, get some God, man. If you've been gangbanging and you're sick of gangbanging, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being on drugs and you're tired of drinking, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you now, if you're trying to make your dreams come true, and it look like you ain't going to make it, and you still believe that that's for you, get you some God, man. If you're setting a new goal, dream, or aspiration, and you're trying to get there, and you're going to start out today, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. 
See, it's real what I'm saying, man. I ain't no fake dude with it. You understand? I'm just telling you real. Get you some God, man, and be patient. Have faith. Believe. Don't doubt. But Lord have mercy, get ready to work your tail off. Did you hear me? Get you some faith. Believe. Don't doubt. And get ready to work your tail off. God can't bless him. You see, a lot, a lot of times we go to God asking for prayers and stuff, but we go to him and we don't give nothing, God nothing to bless. We want blessings, but we don't give him nothing to bless. You make one step, he'll make two. You start, he'll finish. You come, he'll go. You dream it, he'll build it. You start it, he'll finish it. See, you're see, you trying everything your way. I'm going to go to court. I had a conversation with a man yesterday. Just sitting, just called me, man, and was just talking about, but Steve, you know, Man, I, 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 this dude been owing me $2,300 for four years. I just asked him, have you survived the four without the $2,300? Yeah, man. How much you think you done spent trying to get to $2,300? Just a few hundred. Now, let me ask you something. Do you have a few hundred more to try to get this $2,300 that you've been trying to get for four years? Yeah, I could do that. But do you want to, man? Do you have the time? to dedicate FOMO of your years to try to get 2300 But, Steve, I'm out of work right now. I done fell on some hard times. I could use that money. And I've been praying to God to help me. Yeah, you've been praying to God to help you. God probably got something way greater for you, but you got to let go of your own thinking and let God have his way. You understand? You feel me? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without a doubt, it has arrived. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I know I am. I hope that you are, and so should we be. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no doubt about it. Number uno. Hasta <laughs> la Wagos. Riva Dutchie. Yeah. Bilingual, yeah, El Segundo Guantanamo. <laughs> wow, Panama Canal. <laughs> That's what you're talking to somebody don't know no Spanish, but be saying, like, Yeah, Guacamole, <laughs> Mexico City, <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. We're number one, Steve. Thanks to you, yeah. Uh, Carla, uh, for a real. I like that. Good morning, Steve Harvey. What's up, crew? Ladies and gentlemen, 800 million wonder of the world, Junior Boy. Morning, everybody. Morning up, but moving up the list. Classic mm-hmm. number one, without a doubt. Biggest fool on all radio, <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building, baby. Top, top. Yeah. Ooh, he introduced hump day, right baby. Time. It's hump day. Mm-hmm. It is. Hump day! <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know what today can... is? What? What's today, Steve? <laughs> that damn camel on that guy coat commercial. That's my dude. That's him. Came through there, man, walked just like my sister-in-law. It's Wednesday. 
<laughs> it's it's Wednesday. Yeah. Mm. She don't want to be bothered. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh at all. Man, get your breath off my back. It's Wednesday. Man. Hump day! Guy could be making some commercials, boy. Man, they got some good ones. Yeah. Hey, that Pinocchio motivational. Oh, yeah, that was good. You can... A lot of people... You're going to be a success. <laughs> and you, you look like you're going to be. God. I look around the room, I see a I lot of potential. Look around the room. <laughs> that was it, yeah. <laughs> you got potential. God. Nose I growing. No, <laughs> really. And, and the dude just standing there just, oh, he's sitting there knowing. He knew good and hell well. He wasn't done when he signed up for the class. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Li- Liberty Mutual brings it too, though. Oh yeah, they do. No, my like favorite commercial is that actor man. Yes, yes. And, Liberty and Mutual line. Hey, hey, product name. Hey, let me ask you. Hey, hey, let me ask you. Can we rift here? <laughs> hey, suppose I come up on the wall. Just, just get this damn line right. Right. You need to add nothing. But you this know the funny no part word. is, I know people. I've seen people like that, man. On the set, you mean? Oh, dog. Uh-huh. Good looking dude. Can't mm-hmm. say four lines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Inside Something Funny, Sister Odell will be in the building right no, after Jesus. this. Let me go now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Something Funny. Sister Odell Yay! is here. <laughs> it only means one thing. Come on, come on. Oh, she come. Sounds so sweet right Pray there. for me, Lord Jesus. Praise. I know. I just love her. Mm-hmm. Praise him. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Oh. Morning, morning, Sister, Sister Odell. Odell. Good morning. How's everybody? Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How you doing? Brutal, brutal, Junior. Great morning to you, Sister Odell. Good, good. Hi, boy. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Shirley. Well, hello, Sister Odell. Welcome. Wonderful, wonderful. What's going on today? Uh, well, let me ask you this first off. Go ahead. Did you hear about this um, person in Japan, Kane Tanaka, uh, from Japan, proving a person is just never too old to achieve life's goals, okay? Uh, Kane Tanaka celebrated her, you ready for this one, Sister Odell? What? One hundred and seventeenth birthday. This wow. is just one okay. she's one hundred and seventeen years old. Wow. Uh yeah. Man. Yeah. Stretching out the record uh as the world's oldest woman. You know. You know uh, you, you never really ask a woman her age. No, you know, know me that. me and her are homies. But I know, you know, I know, I know. Miss Tanaka. Girl, look, I've been knowing Naki for, you know, Naki. me and Naki, Harry. You know, you know, because they just done Harry's movie. Yes, ma'am. And it you was know, great. me and Naki and Harry and all us used to run. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, we don't run God. no more. We just gets round. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was on the gospel tour, I stopped in and saw Naki. I said, hey, girl, took a while to answer. I waited. She recognized me, though. <laughs> I've never seen she her. She said, ah, ah, damn. That's me, sweetheart. <laughs> what, what does she look like, Sister Odell? I've never seen her. How you think she looks? She look old. Mm. <laughs> she good looking woman, though. You know. Okay. You know we have a uh, you know communications barrier. Both of us love the Lord, so we got that in common. Oh, good. I can't Amen. understand it that good. We just sit around and do sign language and everything. You know, we know when it's time to eat. How? How do you know? Yes, ma'am. Well, I get a fork and she got them sticks and then we figure that ought to be something. <laughs> really? Just two old people fit need a fork and some sticks. <laughs> she sticks. don't like the fork and I don't like the sticks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, who who does the cooking for the for the food? Sometimes she cook, but I have to I had to season it, you know. Oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. You know, and I, I don't know what she tried one time. She had some fish she hadn't even cooked it. We're just sitting over there just eating it. Sushi. Mm. I said, what is you doing, Nucky? <laughs> 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 you got to put that in some oil. So she gave grease. me a couple pieces, and I fried it up for her. She couldn't yeah. stand it. <laughs> she was just cussing me out. What is you doing, Odie? I'm fixing it. <laughs> what is you doing? Obviously, you too old. You can't see. Ain't no bat on him. <laughs> With that cornmeal on that You know, but after that, we got all right. You know. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, you do. You do. Go ahead, Carla. Yes. Sister Odell, let me ask you this. Huh? Since we're talking about Naki, Miss Naki, 117 years old, what mm-hmm. would you think is, what would you say is the most, I don't know, the most important invention of your lifetime? Ooh. Because you've oh, been man. here. Oh, you go way back. Because mm-hmm. her friend is 117. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think the bullet blender. Was oh, probably one of the like greatest it. inventions. And why? That's new. Why? Why is that? Because you can do a lot of things with a bullet. Watch yourself. Like what? Elaborate. In the blender. Yeah. yeah what do you well, you can make a smoothie and you can make a lot of other things too. <laughs> that <and> motor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. That's the bullet. <laughs> the bullet's probably wanted, you know, I like the bullet. And I'll tell you something else that I thought was uh, quite an invention of. Mm-hmm. Was what? I thought the pacifier. Pacifier <laughs> was, a, was a wonderful invention. For babies? Uh-huh. Oh, them is, well, when they first came out, they wasn't for babies. Ooh, oh, really? Excuse me? Really? Excuse me? That's what I used to give one to men's once I was done with them. <laughs> Put them to sleep. <laughs> Here you go, sweetie. <laughs> Suck on that till you calm your nerves. You were something else, huh, sister? Yeah, girl. And then they finally said, you know what? We ought to try this on babies. Oh. Yeah, they was made for men, though, you know. Uh-huh. With the oh, shape man. on the end of it and everything, you know. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Well, 
I, w- I was going to ask, you know, this is a, a big football weekend. Super Bowl is this weekend, the big game in Miami. Are you uh-huh. going? Are you going, Sister Odell? Girl, I ain't, I ain't missed a Super Bowl. I ain't never missed a Super Bowl. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you going Girl, I'd have been to every day. last one of the Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Been to every last one of them down there just trying to save souls at the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Hold on, one of my kids. Bye, sweetie. All right. Sister Odell, you know what's coming up next. Let the people know. Tommy is finna uh, play something that he already played yesterday. (laughs) See me when I comes on, you know, I come on, I fresh every time you see me. Everybody (laughs) don't have that. They have to go back a day. Uh (laughs) It's called run that prank back, Sister Odell. It's good, though, because a lot of people, when they miss us the prank, they counts on us playing it to today from yesterday and uh mm-hmm. that's right yes, that's right and we'll be mm-hmm. back sister odell right this is what this. you call feeling time you're listening to the steve harvey morning show this is steve harvey morning show man if it wasn't for that light in the refrigerator uh-huh. we would have never got caught <laughs> We would have. Here's the tip. Take all these lights out of these refrigerators. <laughs> That's the tip. These lights are ruining. they ruining friendships, man. They See, really you don't are. Have anything to say? Yeah, I just want to ask this here. What? Mm-hmm. You think it's the light that's the cause of all of your problems? I, well, I probably shouldn't have been in the house. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here. She's standing by with today's national news. Also inside of entertainment news, we'll tell you what sports fans are suggesting uh, that will really honor Kobe Bryant. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time uh, for Run That Prank Back with the nephew. What you got for us, Nev? It's time to make that love deposit, Shirley. And love deposit. And what is this again, Tommy? Please. Well, see, love deposit is, you know, we've been <laughs> thinking about going out with each other. We've been on online chatting. We're we uh-huh. thinking about it. But, you know, before we go out, I'm going to need 250 deposit in my cash app <laughs> in case this don't go right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I need a little love deposit. If it go well, what you get your money back. What? No one's Run going for this. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Tiffany. Uh, this is Tiffany. Who's calling? This is Karan. How you doing? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. I don't know. I, you I know what? I know we've been. Back. I know we've been going back and forth on the site, <laughs> talking, yeah. and we haven't, you know, really talked yet. So um, yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it's okay. I just wasn't expecting a call, but yeah, it's good to hear from you. Um, uh, it's good to hear from you. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been we've been talking for. Well, a long over, time. Well, texting and on the site for at least what five weeks now. Yeah, it's been really. I'm, I'm glad you called. For real, seriously, like Ann, I love your voice. So I'm excited. Hey, yeah. what's up? <laughs> um, you know, um, you got anything going on this weekend? Um, I don't think so. I, I just have to like you know go grocery shopping or whatever. But like other than that, I'm pretty open. What's up? I was thinking maybe we get together, get a. Get a drink or two, just you know, kind of yeah, hang out a little bit, feel each other out. Uh, If you if you're feeling that, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, that's cool. We can get together. I'm interested. You know, like I'm happy you called, and I would love to see you this weekend. Um, You got a place in mind, like you know, I I was thinking about letting you pick something because you know I'd I'd rather go somewhere where you're comfortable, an atmosphere that you're used to. Um, I think that would be the the best thing to do. 
Okay. <laughs> well, let me look. <laughs> let me find out. I'll get back to you on that. But, yeah, I'm down for sure. just want to hang out a little bit. <laughs> me too. <laughs> cool, yeah. cool. I'm excited. <laughs> good, good. What, what's good for you? Um, you know, if you want to do so some Friday do or, like, or Saturday, it's, it's up to you. Yeah, let's do, um, let's do Saturday to give me, you know, some time to, like, you know, get myself together. Okay. Six or seven. Text me, uh, you know, the location or whatever, wherever you want me to okay, meet cool. you. Okay, cool. You know, I'll be there. Okay, cool. Hey, okay, hey, cool. I can't thing, wait though. to see you. Wait, one What's more up? thing. Okay, let's let's do this first. Tell me this. What what, what are we wearing? So I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be overdressed or underdressed. I don't really trip on that. First day could be chill. Like I'm not, you know, we don't have to do like a $500 dinner or nothing like that. You don't uh, need on a tux. Gotcha. This ain't the Rock Nation brunch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but if you don't mind, if I could get you to do something for me, could you, um, could I give you my cash app? For what? Well, what I want to do is, you know, sometimes these things actually go wrong. You know, I don't see it going wrong with me yeah. and you because we've had, you know, the way we've been chit-chatting and going back and forth on the site, things have been really, really well. You know, yeah. but, you know, I would like to get, you know, like a, you know, a love deposit of $250. That way, if this go wrong, at least I haven't wasted my time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm just processing what just happened. Um, you said you want me to get your cash app and send you a love deposit of two hundred and something dollars? Two fifty. Two fifty. Like, you know, that way if this don't if this don't go right, you know, <laughs> then at least I have a you know, it's a love it's like a love deposit. You know, if it go if it goes right, you know, then I give it back to you. If it don't go right, you know, at least I haven't wasted my time. You see what I'm saying? Cron, you serious right now? Y- yeah. Like Yeah. Okay. Uh this is super weird and uh <clears throat> Yeah. This is uh weird and uh I, I, I you know, I'm I'm kinda of, uh, I don't even really know what to say, like other than um you could probably lose my number, like you a weak dude, like don't call me, like you're corny, I'm not interested, you're a bum, like I'm straight, like I don't okay, know what else okay, to hold say. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't all that. No, I wasn't all that. Really talk about. We've been talking. We've been talking for five weeks. Everything's been good. We've been. But we've weak, been though. on the site talking but to each other. For two weeks though, you trying to ask me for a cash app for real? A love deposit? How corny are you? Are you serious? Seriously? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Listen, you gotta if, be if, out if, of if, your if mind. You, if you believe, listen, look, Tim, Tim, mm-hmm. on the real. If you believe in yourself, Tim? then you then you <laughs> deposit back. You know. What I'm if saying? I believe in myself, get your fool ass out of here. You have lost your. F- in mind, okay? Would you please, like, gather your thoughts? Because I don't know who you think you're talking to, for real. You know what I'm saying? So I need you to do two things. Lose my f***ing number and don't, don't look for me. For real. Straight up. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is stupid. You ignorant. For real. Straight up. Okay, okay. Show, up. show me no, show me where I'm wrong. Up. If you believe in yourself, though. If, if I believe in myself, ass dude, what you mean if I believe in myself? If you believe in yourself, your ass will move around, get off the phone, and stop wasting my time. For real, I'm about to hang up right now. For real, I'm trying okay, to okay, okay. Hey, listen, listen, listen. This is a violation of my space. Straight okay, up. Okay, before you hang up, though. Hey, you, you can go your you could go your way. I can go mine. You don't want to cash out me to two fifty. Cool. Got I ain't that. Cash out to two fifty. Fuck a ass, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> hey, it is. It, you know what it is. Where? What it is? Is this your loss, though, Tiff? This your loss. <laughs> 
you got to be out of your rabbit ass mind. Ain't no losses here. Ain't no losses. Ain't no losses. Okay. This is okay. a lesson. Okay. You know what? You know what? I knew this was going to happen. You know, when, no, I, I when know a brother try to be real, when a brother try no, to be real, this is what happens. <laughs> hey, hey, you might as well. Hey, turn around, go the other direction. Lock yourself up. Seriously. You okay. want to talk about black black men and brotherhood? Like, it's a wrap for you. We don't need you out here. You're useless. Straight up. Like, don't call me. Destroy yourself. For real. I'm done with that. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. Can, I, can I tell you something else before you leave real quick? What? I just want to let you know that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister, Lachey, <laughs> Lachey got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Feeling this kind of love, huh? <laughs> Who are you gonna be lonely? <laughs> yeah, by yourself. Nobody yes. feeling a love deposit. <laughs> I'm putting them out in 2020, but I'm I'm stupid all over in 2020. Comedy Lab Fest, I'm coming at you February 14th, 15th, and 16th. Cleveland on the 14th, Cincinnati on the 15th, and the 16th is Memphis, Tennessee. Comedy Lab Fest. Just, just tell them Steve said what's happening. I do that, huh? I do. That's that. all you got to say. <laughs> All right, nephew, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, LeBron James has finally broken his silence on the tragic death of Kobe Bryant. In his Instagram post, uh, LeBron wrote that he was heartbroken and devastated by the loss of Kobe and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Here is some of what he posted. He said, I literally just heard your voice Sunday morning before I left Philly to head back to L.A. Didn't think for one bit in a million years that would be the last conversation we'd have. Wow. To lose a friend like that? I'm sure everyone listening was crying if you got a chance to read LeBron's entire emotional goodbye post. LeBron went on to say that he would continue to honor Kobe's legacy. Wow. Man. Yeah. Mm. I read that post. Mm. I was crying. Yeah, oh, it was it was, it was so, so real. heartfelt. It was yeah, it really, really was. Yeah. Did you see it, Steve? Yeah, I mean, you know, the reason I liked it was for different reasons, so I'm not. You know, I I just like when people are pure and honest, you know. The cussing yeah. Yeah. that he typed in there was what I was. His you know, pain. I know that sounds yeah. crazy. <laughs> But it's being real. That's no, that that's affected real. me more yeah. than anything. I went, okay, uh-huh. now you that's really how you feel. Because uh-huh. he typed uh-huh. how he felt. Yeah. And yes, sometimes sir. you have to say that. And it just it just it kills me to judge mental people. I can't believe the language he used. What what are you talking about? Hey man, if He's if if somebody's right grieving, you yeah, have to you be careful how you how you tell people how to grieve. Yeah, don't judge. Yeah. I'm judging. Yeah. No, judge. but you have grief. to be careful. You grief is rough, man. There is yeah, no is. rule it's, book woo. to this. This woo. thing, man, have you sitting up somewhere doing doing and saying and feeling something you never knew you was capable of feeling. Yeah. 
make you feel like you're losing your mind. Yeah. Hey, man, I remember the doctor so told heavy. me when my mama passed, he said, uh, you know, because my mother had a stroke and she was really, she was really gone, you know, when I got to the hospital. She was on the ventilator. And uh, the mm-hmm. doctor said, uh, he was just telling a family member, and me and my brothers were sitting there, and he said, well, she's gone. She's, she's, she won't live through the night. And my brother stood up and said, well, you ain't either. Whoa. Mm. God. Because mm. that's where he was. Uh-huh. You know, she said, he ain't going to live through the night. My brother stood up and said, okay, then you ain't either. Sound like and a I want you to understand, he was dead serious. It, it, it took my older sister, Mona, to, to, to calm his ass down because he was dead serious. Yeah, ain't no That's problem. That's how he felt. Yeah, he ain't no problem. It. I tell you what, okay, cool. Since you over here talking freely, let me give you something to think about. And then the cold part was me and my other brother, we, we was good with it. <sighs> wow. So, mm. you know, man, I'm just saying that it's kind of in a humorous way, but, you know, people deal with grief differently, man. People, they so quick. This society, even in this tragedy, people got little cute things they want to say. You know, you be going, wow, man. Inappropriate. You know, this, yeah. this a, a lot of people are affected by this one right here. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people. Absolutely. Yes. Tragic loss it is, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't recall hearing as many men openly talk about the passing of somebody until, uh, I mean, I'm, but I've been around for and a while. And showing emotion. So. Yeah. 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 And really yeah. grieving about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Steve, oh, it is Lord now Jesus. time to uh, get caught up on today's headlines. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. Donald Trump's impeachment defense team chose to quickly wrap up its case yesterday rather than deal with the possibility that four Senate Republicans might jump ship and vote to override Mitch McConnell's no more information or witnesses position before they could finish laying out their case and thereby open the door for Trump's former national security chief, Robert Bolton, to testify testifying about the charges he makes against the president in his upcoming book. So White House counsel Pat uh, Cipollone explained his decision to stop uh, trying to defend Trump from the two impeachment articles lodged against him, and just he deflected the whole argument. The election is only months away. The American people are entitled to choose their president. So that's what he made the whole thing about. Next up, uh, two days of questions by senators are going to be questioning each other. And then after that, there will be a vote on the possible admission of extra information and witness testimony. And that's something lead House impeachment manager Adam Schiff is really hoping for. I don't see how um, the oath of impartiality can be interpreted any other way than demanding a fair trial that includes witnesses and documents. And a final vote on that is not expected until this Friday at the earliest and then after that, down the line, will come the overall Senate vote on the articles of impeachment. So all this still has to unfold. We'll see how things lay out. According to the L.A. coroner's office, now all nine bodies have been recovered from the scene of the helicopter crash to kill Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven other people. Doctors say they're going to update the public when all the identities of the victims are officially verified. Now, the identities have already been mentioned uh, because family members have said, yes, yes, my, my loved one was aboard that flight or whatever, but the victims still have to be officially 
officially verified, and that is what the coroner's office is about this morning. Meanwhile, investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board say they expect to be on the scene for a few more days, really trying to definitively find out what happened and why it happened. By the way, as an example of what many people have come to feel are the sometimes really wrong British media. A lot of folks feel that in the wake of uh, the Meghan Harry mess. The British Broadcasting Corporation is under fire for running a news clip about Kobe Bryant's death using a voiceover outlining the world-class athlete's achievements while actually showing scenes of King James on the court, not Bryant. Social media has criticized the BBC for the error, with some accusing the media outfit of incompetence, others saying it's an example of their racism. The opposition Labor Party's David Lammy tweets, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James don't know you look similar. The BBC has hired, if they hired more black producers and editors, appalling mistakes like this wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen if a black, if a white star had died. According to reports, ethnic minorities are severely represented, underrepresented in the British media. The total number of journalists, mostly white over there. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's been 50 years since the Kansas City Chiefs appeared in the Super Bowl, and the family that owns the team is making the most of it by throwing a huge, I'm talking huge, Super Bowl party. The Hunt family is hosting close to 2,000 staff members, friends, families in Miami for the big game. I love it. Yeah, they're like, we kicking it. That's how you throw a party. That is how you throw a party. Okay, now who's doing that? The Hunt family, the owners of the Kansas City Chiefs, because it's been 50 years since they've even been wow. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like, wait till not... you see the one Cleveland go, though. They're going to outdo the Hunt family. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of wings. That's a lot of nachos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to the Super Bowl, right, Steve? Yeah. Leaving right after this. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Okay. Heading Have on any... down early, got some things to do. Going to do first take. Oh, with Stephen. Oh, uh, with Stephen. They going to do the Rich Eisman show. Uh, got to go to a walkthrough for the honors. Yeah, the NFL I'm going to play honors. golf twice. Uh, a couple of ball players invited me to go down there and play the golf. Ball. Oh, and yeah, uh, that's nice. Then Friday. Live your life. Do the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. Saturday, I'm going on there and try to clown. Yeah, that's when you're you going to talk about everybody that's got plats. You're going to let them know how no. you feel. You know what time? I forgot about that, but I sure am. <laughs> plats. That's a nice reminder. We need, to, we need to talk, make a vote on if we think you should do this tonight. We really should. No, see, I always do a joke I'm not supposed to do. Okay. Oh. See, they took out last year the Tom Brady joke I did. Because I said, all this money in this room. All y'all got money. All y'all sitting around. Because, you know, last year uh, Tom Brady wasn't at the NFL Honors because he was in the Super Bowl the next day. I said, ain't y'all tired of Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl? I'm the only one tired. What? Yeah. Yeah, Roger Goodell came back and talked to me about that when he said yeah. that one ain't going to make it. I said, well, you know. <laughs> Thank <yeah>. God. <laughs> but, Somebody but, uh, has some In sense. your mind, it was brilliant. <laughs> Dog, I'm trying to figure out what your punk ass is over here talking to me about. <laughs> Boy. They was, <laughs> the football players was hollering. Huh. All right, uh, we're moving on, Steve. Coming up at 34 yeah, minutes are. after the hour, uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show's health and wellness segment sponsored by D-Herbs, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, many of us made New Year's resolutions to lose a little weight and get back in shape, as, you know, a lot of people do at the beginning of every year. And, uh, well, many of us have already given up. Uh, but, hey, we know it's rough. We all fall short. But right now, we're about to help you get back on track and reach your 2020 goals to lose weight and just live a healthier lifestyle. And joining us now is the CEO and the president uh, of D Herbs. We love him. He is family. Please welcome back to the show. First time this year in 2020, Mr. A.D. Dolphin. Hey, hey how you guys doing this morning? What's <laughs> up, A.D.? Hey. <laughs> we know you by your hey. <laughs> well, welcome back, uh, A.D. Like we said, we have missed you. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Okay. So 80% of Americans have made New Year's resolutions to lose weight this year. That's always how it goes, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, so we want you, A.D., to tell us how the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse can help them stay on track and get clean and lean for this new year. Well, the reason why I can help them uh, uh, stay on track is because it's easy. It's really easy. All you have to do is follow the instructions. It's easy and it works. And probably the best thing about it is the results itself. You're talking about weight loss between 10 to 30 pounds, a huge boost in energy, stronger immune system, clearer skin. You'll be able to focus and concentrate a lot better. The D-Earth Full Body Cleanse is truly a life changer. All that is true, and it is important that we educate the listeners on how different the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse is than other cleansers out there. So, A.D., let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Well, most cleanses, they kind of just focus on your colon. The mm-hmm. D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse focuses on your entire body. That's your gallbladder, your heart, your liver, your colon, your spleen, your lungs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your blood, and your skin, your entire body. Mm-hmm. not just your colon, because that can give you the illusion of cleansing. And also our formulas, which are 100% natural, down to the capsules themselves, which are vegetarian capsules, so it's easy for your body to consume. I love that. And and one thing we've left out, uh, we've all done it, basically. Uh, you can eat on the D-Herbs yeah. Full Body Cleanse. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're not drinking some weird concoction. Right. You're not starving yourself. You can eat... You know, as long as you stay within the diet itself, you can eat yeah. as much of that as you want. Absolutely. Now, now, A.D., for our listeners that are struggling with diabetes or, okay. let's say, high blood pressure, they really should try the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. And tell us why that Might is. Might as well. <laughs> well, 90% of all diseases today are diet-related. We're literally eating our way into sickness. And, and surely, people actually believe since their parents had diabetes, since their parents had high blood pressure, that God has predetermined those diseases Man. for them. Yeah. Ain't that and the it's truth? simply not true. Yeah. You determine that by your eating habits. Yes, you have the same genetics. If you eat the same the same diet, you're definitely going to give yourself right. a better chance of getting those things. But mm-hmm. if you if you take a different path, a healthier path, if you start to cleanse, you can change your life. You can change your existence. You are Man. in control of that. And it's so important that we get that message across because people think that God has predetermined that for them. And it's simply not true. They Man. do it. Clean yourself. Worry, concern, and it, and it manifests itself into high blood. If you stop worrying, man, and start doing some breathing exercises, 
and change your diet where you ain't beating yourself up with the food you put in your body, you could make a huge difference in high blood. I love it. You heard it right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you are looking to see lasting weight loss and better health this year, then you need to start by cleansing your body from the inside. As A.D. has mentioned, the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse will flush out those toxins that are dragging you down and will have you looking and feeling better than you have felt in a very long time. To get started, go to dherbs.com right now. That is dherbs.com and enter promo code Steve at checkout for a, a real nice discount. Or you can simply pick up the phone and call 866-4-D-HERBS. That's 866-4-D-HERBS. AD, as always, we thank you so much. Hey, you guys have a good one. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after uh, today's strawberry letter. Uh, You guys are not going to believe my letter for today. Uh, The subject (laughs) is over 70 and selling sexiness. Wait till just wait till you hear it. Just wait till you hear this one. (laughs) This one is crazy right here. Come on, Miss Hattie. Uh, (laughs) That was my grandmother's name. All right. uh, Right now, though, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What What you got for us, Neff? What What do you have today? Come on, now it's twenty twenty. God ain't through with you, but Uh we are. (laughs) Okay. God ain't through with you. Tommy, you're asking oh, for it. You're asking yeah. for But we it. are. Oh, yeah, this is okay. your uh-huh. This is it, baby. God ain't through to? with you. Okay? He may not be through with you, but we are. We through with you. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Takara. Oh, who's this? This is uh, Brother Brinkley from the church. How you doing? Oh, hey. How is it? It's um, I'm at work. Can I call you back? Uh, um... uh, well, this is this is kind of urgent. I've called your your house phone and I didn't get an answer. And I, I had this other number on file, so I wanted to reach out to you. But what I won't take okay. long, but it it, it really is a hurt. All right, well, <clears throat> that urgent matter, if you don't mind. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me step away from my cubicle. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So what's uh, Brother Brinkley? Speak to me. Okay, we have a bit of a problem here, and we're gonna try to we're trying to clean up a lot of things here at the church in 2020. You know, I hate to be the one to bring you some bad news. Uh, let me just start by by saying this: God might not be through with you, but we are here at the church. It has been brought to our attention, uh, Sister Cara, that you guys are halfway coming to church. You 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 might come once once out of a month. You're not tithing as we expected. You know, the the, the church can't really depend on you. Um, it's you. You got, you know, you bring your kids. I think your brother comes to the church. But everybody is coming every now and then. We cannot depend on you all to be the members and have the expectation of what we're trying to well, take what? the church. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you, say, you say your name is Brother Brinkley? You're from Brother the church? Brother Brinkley. Yes. And you yes. you 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 work uh, you work under the deacon? Uh I'm sorry. Uh I I've never heard of you before. I I I have been officiated by the pastor as I'm over actually over the finance. 
and we're going through all of the books and looking at all of the numbers of the of the members of the church, the directory, and we're okay. noticing what people are paying tithes, what people aren't paying tithes, who's coming to church, who's participating okay. in different in different uh, 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 ministries and whatnot. And Sister Takara, I got I have to be honest with you, you 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 there maybe once every one or some month we might see you, might not see you, you know. And like I say, God may not be through with you. But we are. Well, okay, you keep saying that. that well, listen, why? I don't understand. Like, are y'all monitoring my 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 church going? Like, I I can't I can't I have to go every single week. I mean, I, well, I, I well, go well, when well, I can. Why are you absent so much at the church? Explain that. Well, to me. I mean, I have three kids. You know, I mean, <laughs> I have two jobs. Sometimes I don't. I mean, I still pray. I, I don't understand how a church can. Are you y'all serious? You got two jobs, but we're not getting tired like you got two jobs. Well, You're not tired you like you got two jobs. Because I, I can't afford. I got you just you just are said you I got two jobs. That's what you just said. And that those two jobs are in support of my kids. I mean, I can't support the church and my kids at the same time. I, I can't do both. I mean, I do, I give when I can. Let me ask you something. Uh, what are you making on that other job? Are you serious? Are you really, you really, you really, at, I didn't know the church got in this deep with, you really asking me how much I make in my second job that I take to support my kids? Come on now, there's got to be something. This is. I'm going to say this to you again. God may not be through with you, but we are. <laughs> If you are not right. going to pay your tithes, if you're not going to come to work on a consistent basis, then what What do you benefit the church? Is that what the church is about? This can't be. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to you. You, you. Let me tell you what the church is all about. The church if is you say, a... If you say we're done with you again one more time, I'm serious. No, I'm going to tell you this. You're talking about, is that what the church is about? Let me tell you what the church is. The church is a hospital for crippled souls. You understand that? That's what okay. the church is. That's what the church is. But when, when we have souls that are coming in to be saved, we are doing our job. And guess what? Those people that are coming in, you know what they're doing? They're tithing. That's what they're doing. They're tithing. You, Sister Takara, I'm sure your soul is crippled. You're not coming, and you're not tithing. You may give us a, a little something-something when you show up, if you show up. Am I right or wrong? Hmm? Okay, hold up. This, let me get one thing straight. This is what you called me for in the middle of my work day to tell me that you're kicking me out the church because I don't give enough money to the church while I'm at my job that I can barely afford to pay my bills with. Matter of fact, I don't even know who you are. I've never met you in my life. And I don't, you know what? This church, you know, this church. I hate to say it, but if that's what the church is about, you have the nerve to call me. I'm in the lobby of my second job. Okay, now, 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 let me say something. Now, you being very unchristian like now. Are you kidding me? So, so, Sakari, you're going to watch your tone and your language, yeah? This is not Christian-like. Well, well, well you now, do, you, do you know Brother Dwayne? Isn't that your brother? Okay, and? Now, now Brother Dwayne is who told me to call you. Really? Yeah. My brother. Yeah. So, what, so what is this about, huh? Brother, okay. whatever. I don't know. What is your name? 
My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Dwayne got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. No. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill you. Dwayne. Oh, my God. He, yo, he's about to get me fired from this job. I'm in the lobby screaming my people looking at me. Oh, my uh, gosh. You all right? I'm here Nephew Tommy. Yes, it's Nephew oh, Tommy. Hey. What's up? be through with you, <laughs> but we are. <laughs> Always through with, with you. the church people. This is your decade. Ooh. Steve, get your nephew. He got no. cussing in that lobby. Boy. No, I'm letting him go ahead, but see, but see, that's what it is. Let me get away from my cubicle, because what I don't want to do is lose my church and my job. And my job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I may not be through with you, but we are. Mm-hmm. You know, hey. You're going to quit all this halfway tithing can on when you come in here. We don't want you here no more. That's how we're doing it. That's how we're oh doing it in 2020. 2020, we, we cleaning house in yeah. 2020. I'm telling you, boy. Some churches did that. <laughs> yes, sir. You do it Montgomery, Alabama, y'all get ready. The nephew coming to town, baby. March the 14th, Saturday night at the Montgomery Performing Arts Center. Tickets on sale right now. The fool is coming to town. This is that 2020 fool. That 2020 straight up ignorant, oh my God, fool. Get your tickets, come see me up close and personal. Ignorance comes around once every three, four years. Here I come. My Ooh, God, we get it every gone. day. Yeah, you're lucky, Shirley. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> spread some of that, spread some of it around. God may not be through with you, but we are. <laughs> See, <laughs> so you ain't in no ministry. <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter Subject 70 and Selling Sexiness. <laughs> we'll get into it right after this. Wait till you hear this letter. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You all are not ready for this one, though. I'm going to tell you I'm right ready. Now. I don't know what it is. I'm ready. I'm ready. Buckle up. Ready. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry Letter. Oh, you may think you're ready, nephew. Subject, over 70 and selling sexiness. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm desperate for some sound advice. I'm a 36-year-old divorced female with two kids. My mom is in her early 70s and recently widowed. Her life changed drastically, so the kids and I spent a lot of time with her. About six months ago, I saw that my mom was getting back into her normal routine, so I backed off a bit and let her have some space. When we visited with her, she seemed to be in good spirits. She wore jazzy new wigs that were longer than she normally wore, and she started wearing very tight and revealing clothing, which was shocking. I asked her if my dad had a secret life insurance policy that she cashed in on because she was spending a lot of money. She said she was able to save a lot of money over the years, so she's fine. A week later, she had a new Jaguar in the garage, and uh, 
she she had bought a new living room and uh, bedroom furniture. I insisted that she be honest with me. She just came right out and told me that she was doing porn. Wow. <laughs> oh, Miss Hattie. She, <laughs> she came right out and to, I told on, you, I told you, I told you you weren't ready for this one. She came right out and told me that she was doing porn. I me? nearly lost my mind and asked her to repeat what she said. She said it again. She's a porn star. She said she live streams videos of herself on a porn website for men who are attracted to mature senior women. She said it makes her feel very sexy because all kinds of men pay real good money to see her goodies. I told her that it's disgusting, demeaning, and trashy, and she's too old to be doing this. She took, come on, Steve, I need your help right here. Hold on, let me hold it. She's too on. old to be there. She told me to kiss her old ass. <laughs> <laughs> and mind my own damn business. Exactly. Thank you, sir. I knew one, one more time. Come on. I told her that's disgusting, demeaning, and trashy. She too old to be doing this. She told me to kiss her old ass <laughs> and mind my own damn business with your young broke ass. <laughs> I was crushed, and we haven't spoken for weeks. My kids miss her, but I refuse to take them to visit her because only God knows what she's been doing on that new furniture. I am ashamed to be in her presence. This is unimaginable, and I don't know what to do about it. Stephen Shirley, how can I talk some sense at her? Please advise. <laughs> Every time I think oh, I man. cannot be surprised anymore <laughs> with these letters because <laughs> we've seen and heard it all. Uh, here you come with this unbelievable story about a 70-year-old porn star who just happens to be your mama. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, just man. imagine. I mean, just imagine if this were your mother. I mean, all of us. My mama, dog. Yeah, your mama, right? This is craziness. Man, you, you're right. I, I mean, this is this is unimaginable. I, I can't. I mean, the only thing I can think of at this point is that maybe she, I don't know, snapped a little bit after your dad passed away. My <laughs> condolences, by the way. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think she's still going through. I think she is, in a way. Uh, my advice to you is you kind of have to, I guess, because she's in her 70s and you can't tell her what to do. She's grown. Uh, you know, wait this one out. I mean, you know, I say, I, what do you say? What, what do you say? <laughs> I mean, you, good, you can, you, you, you can, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> she got some new furniture. She's good. She's feeling sexy. <laughs> How much we making, Mom? <laughs> yeah, she didn't say that. I mean, you know, you got to continue to talk to her. Tell her how this makes you feel, how ashamed you are, you know, and all of this. I mean, the kids don't know what she's doing necessarily. You didn't say how old they were, but to her, to them, she's still grandmother. So I don't necessarily think you should keep them away from her. Maybe have grandma come to your house and them not go to theirs. But this is crazy for the family, and you really have to talk to your mother. Sit her down. Try to oh, continue to try to talk some sense into her. I, I mean, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, this is this, this is your mother. Be... Your mother is a porn star. Uncle Steve, it'll make this great. Yeah, I feel for you. I, I I really feel for you, Steve. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here I go. Yeah. Come on. You know, uh, this lady, 36 years old, divorced, got two kids. Now, her mama in her 70s <laughs> and recently widowed. That means her daddy died mm -hmm. a while back. Her life changed drastically. So you went over there spending some time with her. About six months ago, you saw that your mama was getting back to normal, so you backed off and you let her have some space. Mm -hmm. Then you went over there to visit her. She seems in good spirits, but a couple things with them. She has new wigs. <laughs> See, this is the beginning of it. Some new wigs that was longer than she yeah. normally wore. Your mama got hair down to her butt. <laughs> and you just trying to figure out where you start growing this hair at 70. <laughs> then she started wearing really tight and revealing clothes, which uh -huh. was shocking. Yeah. Then you you tried, did, your, did daddy leave you a secret life insurance? No, I don't need your daddy money. <laughs> <laughs> she said, she done, I've been saving money. Hold on right there. Hold on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter, you don't want to miss part two. Subject, over 70 and selling sexiness. We'll be oh, back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Three things people think about life insurance. You don't think you need it. You don't know how to get it. You think you can't afford it. If something happened to you, would your loved ones be protected? Globe Life provides financial security to millions. Call 800-251-5400 or go to globeliferadio.com to start coverage today. There's no medical exam, just a simple application with rates as low as $3.49 a month. Protect your family today. Check out globeliferadio.com or call 1-800-251-5400. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's uh, strawberry letter. I got your recap for you. Uh, lady Mama sent me <laughs> and uh, grieving over her re recently deceased uh, husband, but she back on her feet now. Yeah. Her and the kids, lady quit going by there, and then she went by there one day, and she had these brand-new wigs on, and they jazzed. They was long wigs, way longer than she normally wear. But she had hair down to her butt. <laughs> <laughs> then she wearing tight clothes, which was shocking. Oh man! I asked her if her daddy, had, if dad had a secret life policy. She said she don't need her daddy money. <laughs> mm. How did she say it, Steve? I don't need. I got money. <laughs> he he wasn't the breadwinner here. <laughs> she said she was able to save a lot of money over the years. She was fine. A week later, you go over there. Mama got a new Jaguar in the garage. Mm. She done bought new living room and bedroom furniture. <laughs> I insisted that she be honest with me. She came right out and told me, I do the pawn. <laughs> Mama, what? what? I what? do the pawn. <laughs> the pawn. The pawn, yeah. See, that's an old ass state. I nearly lost my mind and I asked her to repeat what she said. She said it again. I do the pawn. <laughs> she is a pawn star. Wow. She live streamed oh, videos man. herself on a pawn site for men <laughs> who are attracted to mature senior women. How is this your mother? She said Ow. it make her feel very sexy because all kinds of men pay real good money to see her goodies. 
See, the reason they do that is because they're seeing something they've never seen before. <laughs> see, you, see, lady, you 36. You don't even have one of them yet. <laughs> These men is paying for something they've never seen before. I'm 63. I ain't ever seen it before. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm curious my damn self. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what do it do now? Wow. I do the pawn. Whoa. I'm trying to figure out what condition oh, is it in. Men pay money to see stuff they ain't never seen before. Oh, man. I told her it was disgusting, demeaning, and trashy. And she was too old to be doing this. Mm. That's when she told me. Yeah. Come on. Hold on. Let me bring Sister Odell in here, Carl. Please. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I was just sitting in the sitting over there thinking to myself, they need somebody in here suspicious. You need an experienced woman in here, cause Shirley, Shirley don't know nothing about this him. Shirley's a good little Christian girl, and I thank you for that, Shirley. But let me handle this here. Christian girl. I t she told her mama it was disgusting, demeaning, trashy, and she was too old to be doing it. She told me to kiss her old ass. <laughs> That's what it says. And mind your business, sweetie. I didn't want to, you know, I'm trying to be trying to answer this letter, but you 36, you shouldn't have ran up on your mama with it. Oh, man. Now, your mama told you to kiss her old ass, and it's a lot of men that's paying to do it. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's your uh, response? <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Take it away, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so I was crushed, and we haven't spoken for weeks. My kids miss her, but I refuse to take them to visit her because only God knows what she's been doing on that new furniture. See, she bought the new furniture because she on film now. Mm. Oh. See, these is live stream videos. She had got a couple of negative comments on one of her live streams because she had the, the sofa with the plastic on it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And she had the plastic on it, had a tan in it. Makes and she sweat. was trying to be sexy, and that plastic cut her one time. Oh. And then that's when she said, oh, damn it. And then that's when she had to get some new furniture. And when she doing the bedroom scenes, mm -hmm. you know, she don't want to be in the same bed that her husband was on. He's gone. Oh, God bless his soul. I got you. So she oh, needed new respect. furniture. Mm -hmm. So she was being real respectful. Uh -huh. <laughs> I am ashamed to be in her presence. This is unimaginable. And I don't know what to do about it. Steve and Shirley, how can I talk some sense into her? You can't. She's 70. Can't tell Clock anything. is ticking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's ticking different from for her. Yeah. Mm -mm, <laughs> you see, he actually said that though. The key to this whole <laughs> letter out. is she told me mm -hmm. her mother told her to kiss her old ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, and mind my own business. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably one of her go-to lines. When she lies to you. <laughs> that ain't a line oh, she wow. just came up with. That really gets the cash register ringing when she says, You can kiss my old ass. Mm -hmm. They just, money just poeing in. Say it again, Mordeal. That's what they call her porn. Yeah, they name. call her Mordeal. She probably got a real sexy ass old name. Ladies and gentlemen, I say hot.
<laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, too. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, Steve will tell you all about the Sand and Soul Festival coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, what you got? What's going on? It's time. Let's quit playing, y'all. Sand and Soul is back, bigger, better than ever. Just go to steveharveysandandsoul.com and reserve your all-inclusive package today. It's all-inclusive. Food, drinks, events, fun, hotness, everything. It's going to be special this year. It's going to be Labor Day weekend. It's in Punta Cana, uh, the Dominican Republic. I got a letter on the website in case you're curious about it. Why we back? We back because everything is cleared. Got a letter from the FBI explaining everything. I wouldn't go back if it wasn't safe. It's all good. It wasn't what everybody said it was. We did all the checks and everything. Punta Cana, the first one we threw, it was live. It was sold out. We halfway there already. Folks, it's going to be an event you don't want to miss. We're going to kick it off with an all-white candlelight dinner under the stars out on the beach. We got live bands. We got the casino back. We got Kid Capri. We got Showtime at the Apollo on the beach. Sandy going to be one of my favorites because we're throwing a live cash tournament. We playing dominoes, spades, bid, whist. I know what you want. I've been listening to y'all. I got what you want. Dougie Fresh, Kid Capri. We got it working. And then the last day, we got something for the ladies. We got Marjorie's Beauty Bar, where all y'all can come and get your makeup done, your hair, drink champagne, get massages. All of that's on the house, y'all. Fellas, we smoking hand-rolled cigars. And then my girl, Lisa Ray, going to host a pool party. Let me tell y'all, if y'all ain't seen the videos of Lisa Ray hosting last year's pool party, them women was in there cutting up, acting a fool. And I'm... Proud and shame to say it at the same time, <laughs> my wife was dead in the middle of it. Sit your ass down somewhere. They was having a good time, so uh, we're going to do it again. Uh, we all uh, heading out that night. We're going to end it night with a concert. Last year was Anthony Hamilton. He was off the chain. It was incredible. I can't wait to tell y'all more about this. You will not be disappointed. It is live. We are halfway sold. Everybody's excited about it. So I'm going to tell you right now, it's Labor Day weekend in September. Uh, if you want that number two, give us a call, 800-684-2825. 800-684-2825. Or just go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Let's get to eating. All right, Steve, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to switch gears here. Today's office topic, is it possible to be too tired to go to sleep? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here's a question for you. Is it possible to be too tired to go to sleep? 
Uh, it, it's perfectly possible uh, to feel tired and at the same time have trouble dozing off. Certain life stresses and health problems can leave us feeling exhausted, but at the same time make it difficult to relax and go to sleep. Also, missing out on sleep can disrupt our natural rhythms, which can make us feel wide awake when we usually be sleeping. Uh, so the, here's the question. Have you ever been too tired to sleep? Uh, I've heard people say that before. I'm just, I'm, I was so tired I couldn't even sleep. Uh, what do you think mm-hmm. caused that? Well, I, I know for a fact mm-hmm. you can be tired and not be sleepy. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, man, you can. You, I've done myself like that many times. I just push myself to the edge, mm-hmm. and then I, it's so much adrenaline that it takes a while for yeah. the adrenaline to go because you've just been exerting yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, push, and then push, that push. adrenaline is flowing, and you're up and you're hyped because, man. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes like Tommy Jr. tell you after yeah. a show it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to go to sleep because you're still excited. Sleep. Yeah, you're tired. Yeah. Take a minute. You, yeah. you just, yeah, done a show. But, but that adrenaline yeah. is running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just be sitting yeah. there at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Maybe crazy. three. Just looking so, so, around, huh? So what do you do <laughs> in that case when you know you have to get some rest? But I you packed can't. this bag so I miss this flight is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you sleep on the plane? Yeah. I try to get sleep on the plane. I love sleeping on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. But well, what yeah. about Steve? When you're not too tired and you can re- and you look forward to that sleep, <sighs> and how do you board a good sleep? You know you' about to. Get- I'm, I'm I'm talking about when I know I'm sleeping. Uh huh. Like yeah. you know, like I'll be talking to somebody mm-hmm. and be looking dead at their ass, <laughs> but don't but don't be listening. Uh-huh. Right, but be rocking back and forth just a little bit, <laughs> you, you know, but not side to side, back and forth, like closer to him, far away, close to him, far away, close. and just be rocking like that, so it don't look because you don't want to rock side to side because that throw people off. But when you rock towards them, that just mm-hmm. lures them in, and they mm-hmm. be just talking, and I don't be hearing nothing they say. I've shut my eyes completely <laughs> while somebody was talking. <laughs> I had a lady one time right. at this meeting. She was talking, and I was just looking at her rocking. And I fell asleep. She said, are you okay? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. You all right? What's wrong with you? See, I really think you uh, hold the record of getting on the plane and falling asleep the fastest. And, oh, I ain't no problem. Oh, man. Will yeah. Not yeah, have yeah, a yeah he will. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I don't give a damn. Will not put that belt on. <laughs> yeah, but yes. I, I go to sleep on the plane in a heartbeat. I don't yes, care. Yes, you will. <laughs> yeah. Mark, have you ever snowed you know on the plane? Oh, has he no, snowed no, on the no, plane? No, 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 no. Uh, said the entertainers, boy, KB, KP, uh-huh. Uh-huh. KB, KB snores. <laughs> we was on a plane one time, King Tour. Uh-huh. KB was snoring so loud. The white dude next to him said, hey, are you serious? Are you really serious? So KB said, hey, man, my bad, but I do snore. So KB went back in again. Now, we crossed the aisle. KB snoring so loud. We on the other side of the aisle. Me and Sid just hollering. The white dude said, Oh my God! <laughs> for, for crying out loud, Mister, can you please sit up? KB told me. KB said, "Hey man, I just told you I snore. So listen to this right here. 
if you wake me up one more one time, more time. <laughs> you ain't going to believe what else I do real loud, too. Because my ass whooping skills is just as loud as my soul source. Wow. So He's KB went back over there. And 10 minutes later, KB was ripping him again. He went in again. That dude got up out of first class and uh-huh. went back in coaching set out. Wow. (laughs) All right. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show uh, at 20 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, guys, yesterday was National Fun Day at Work. That sounds like something good. But we have fun every day at our job, every single day, right? And what makes our job fun? And uh, what is the most fun you've ever had? Those are questions I'm thinking about. Well, it's fun because we get to laugh every day. Mm -mm, It wasn't here. The most Uh fun? The most fun I ever had. Uh At work. At work, yeah. It's National Fun Day at work. Oh, Oh, okay. Fix it up. I was going to say, because the most fun I ever had was not at here. Yeah. <laughs> but you have it, fun though? here, Just right? And giggles. Mm-hmm. The most fun I had when Uncle Steve cussed on air. Man. Oh. <laughs> June. When? Time. When? June, when? Today you know or yesterday? Was? Yeah. yeah. You're talking oh, about 10 minutes ago? Right. <laughs> no, you talk, talking about when No, one time here. we was live say? in L.A. <laughs> yeah. and Carla. Yes. At the Crenshaw Mall. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh-huh. I thought Steve, we were all there. Man. Steve, you know your nerves we are so bad. What you say? kept calling me, man. <laughs> I couldn't oh, take it no more. It was one of the first times you we should. came back after we went national, right? We came Ooh, back like boy. it was yeah, a surely. homecoming for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ain't been yeah. back since. <laughs> that is a true statement. That is a true statement. And coming up, <laughs> more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, LeBron James has finally broken his silence on the tragic death of Kobe Bryant. In his Instagram post, uh, LeBron wrote, that he was heartbroken and devastated by the loss of Kobe and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Here is some of what he posted. He said, I literally just heard your voice Sunday morning before I left Philly to head back to L.A. Didn't think for one bit in a million years that would be the last conversation we'd have. Wow. To lose a friend like that? I'm sure everyone listening was crying if you got a chance to read LeBron's entire emotional goodbye post. LeBron went on to say that he would continue to honor Kobe's legacy. Wow. Man. Yeah. Mm. I read that post. Mm. I was crying. Mm. Yeah, it was 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 so so heartfelt. Yeah, it really, really was. Did you see it, Steve? Yeah, I mean, you know, the reason I liked it was for different reasons, but I'm not. You know, I I just like when people are pure and honest, you know, the cussing that he typed in there was what I was his you know, pain. I know that sounds yeah. crazy, <laughs> but it's being real. That's no, real. that affected that's me real, more yeah. than anything. I went, okay, uh-huh. now nah, you—that's really how you feel, because uh-huh. he typed uh-huh. how he felt. Yeah, and yes, sometimes sir. you have to say that, and it just—it just—it kills me to judge mental people. I can't believe the language he used. What? What are you talking about? 
Hey man, if He's if if somebody's right grieving, you yeah, have to you be careful how you how you tell people how to grieve. Yeah, don't judge. Yeah. I'm judging. Yeah. No, judge. but you have grief. to be careful. You grief is rough, man. There is no it's rule woo. book to this. This woo. thing, man, have you sitting up somewhere doing doing and saying and feeling something you never knew you was capable of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I remember the doctor so told me when my mama passed, he said uh you know, cuz my mother had a stroke and she was really she was really gone. You know, when I got to the hospital, she was on the ventilator. And uh, the doctor said uh he was just telling a family member and me and my brothers were sitting there. And he said, "Well, she's gone. She's she she won't live through the night." And my brother stood up and said, "Well, you ain't either." Whoa. Mm. God. Mm. Cause that's where he was. Uh-huh. You know, she said he ain't gonna live through the night. My brother stood up and said, "Okay, then you ain't either." Sound like and I want you to understand, he was dead serious. It took my older sister Mona to to <laughs> calm his ass down, cause he was dead serious. Yeah, ain't no that's problem. That's how he felt. Yeah, ain't no problem. I tell you what. Okay, cool. Since you over here talking freely, let me give you something to think about. And then the cold part was, me and my other brother, we, we was good with it. Wow. You know, people deal with grief differently, man. I don't, yeah. I don't recall hearing as many men openly talk about the passing of somebody. Coming up next, our last break of the day. And uh, we'll have some closing remarks, of course, from Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. Steve, you have some closing remarks for us. I know you do. Yeah, you know, I want to remind everybody of something. That God created us all for greatness. All of us were created in his likeness. All of us were created to be an example of what God can do in people's lives. We were all created for this. What happens along the way is we make decisions because God gave us the power of choice. We make decisions as people people, that counteract what God really intended for us. And one of the reasons we counteract what God intended for us is because the devil's main job, the opposition, is to not allow you to reach your potential. See, the devil don't ever want you to reach your potential because then he'll have another child of God out there spreading the word and showing off and being an example of what light can do and what love can do and what the power of prayer can do. So his job is to make each and every one of us fall by the wayside. That's his constant mission in life, to make us think we're not worthy, to make us think we can't, to make us think it ain't possible, to make us look at our environment, to make us feel like, well, it's because I'm this, I can't be that. Ain't none of that true. None of that is true. I bought a book the other day by Joel Osteen uh, because I was listening to him over the weekend and he sent this, he was talking about his new book called Next Level Thinking. And I bought the book and because I constantly try to reinforce myself, as successful as you may think I am, I still have a ways to go. And I will always try to improve myself and people like Joel Osteen, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Alma, Bishop Gettys down there in North Carolina, my boy, 
You know, it's a lot, Charles Jenkins up in Chicago. It's a lot of dudes, man, that call me to make sure I'm okay. Check in on me. Tyler, check in on me. Dr. Phil, check in on me. I got a lot, a lot of people check in on me, man, make sure I'm okay. Uh, I was reading his book because it's just, I just needed some more information. And one of the things we I had learned from his book in the first chapter, the title of his chapter is Be a Barrier Breaker. Be a Barrier Breaker. And throughout the book, it just talks about your surroundings, your environment. That because you're from a family where ain't nobody never made it out, don't mean that you have to not be one of those, that you have to be one of those and not make it out. Because you come from a hood that don't have a whole lot of millionaires made from that hood, that don't mean that you can't be a barrier breaker and be one of the millionaires from the hood. Just because nobody on your block ever went to college don't mean you can't be the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to school. You the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever became a supervisor at a post office or the FedEx or UPS or any place else don't mean that you can't. You can become a barrier breaker. But see, what a lot of us do is we get so immersed in our environment that we adapt to our environment and we must we act like this is it. Well, if God had wanted me to be rich, I'd have been born rich. What? What did you say? I heard a guy say that. If God had wanted me to be rich, I would have been born rich. So let me ask you something, brother. All these people that have gone from poverty to riches, what was their excuse? Or what mindset did they use to become a barrier breaker, to break the barrier of poverty, to become well off? I chose to be a barrier breaker. I knew what my family was. I loved my family dearly and still do. But what my family had, I didn't want. As much as I loved my mother and father, what my father was and how hard I saw him work, I didn't want that. I wanted something else. Now, do I appreciate the work ethic he put in me? Most certainly do. Did I appreciate the faith and the fear of God that my mama put in me? Oh, I most certainly do. I didn't want to be the one sitting at the church on the usher board. I, I didn't want that. I didn't want to work as hard as my father and make the same money as my father. I wanted to something else. I wanted to be a barrier breaker, a barrier breaker. And one of the things he talked about in the book is that so often we let our environment and how we were raised and uh, other people's expectation of us set limits in our life. He was saying that we adapt to what's around us. So what he said in the book, I wanted to share with you all. In the book, he said that if you take an oak tree seed, the seed of an oak tree, and you plant this seed from this oak tree in a two-foot pot, that oak tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in that pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because of the environment it's in. Did you hear what I just said? There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is your environment. 
If you stay in the environment, you'll never grow. But you can choose to become a barrier breaker and get out of any environment that you're in. You can escape poverty. You can escape the hood. You can escape bad thinking people. You can escape the dope game. You can become non-addicted to drugs. You can stop being an alcoholic. You can stop with God's help. If you take an oak tree seed and you plant it in a two-foot pot, that tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in the pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because the environment is in. You got to change your environment. You fine. You got the seed. You got everything you need to grow. You dig? Those are my closing remarks. Hmm. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 